0: from the sparking entrepreneur show and today we have rob Commodore with us rob is the lead of Commodore group he's an author speaker and also personal growth coach with hundreds of five star reviews online and 22 years of experience in real estate let's welcome our today's guest rob Commodore. rob Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Karen. How are you today?
0: I am super well and out of the world top-notch. Hopefully, you are too.
1: <laughs> I'm doing great. Busy Monday, but we're doing great here.
0: Okay, awesome. So first question to you, Rob, is tell us something interesting about you people might not know.
1: Well, you already talked about, you mentioned the book, you, you mentioned the uh, coach. I have a podcast, I have a podcast called Chisel that, that some, not, some people do, but a lot of people don't know. But one of the things I really like to do is cook and bake when I get the opportunity. I like cooking chicken marsala. Is my favorite. And okay. I like baking. I like baking pumpkin pie a fig pie and yeah. pumpkin bread and such. So it's good stuff there.
0: So baking is something that you love?
1: It's therapeutic for me.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay, good to know that. And uh, about entrepreneurial buck, when did you catch the entrepreneurial buck? When did you thought that I want to become an entrepreneur?
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'll be honest with you. When I, I was, uh I guess, 10 or 11 years old, I was playing baseball. And we took a trip down to Georgia to play baseball in a tournament, but I, I was able to buy fireworks down there illegally. Yeah, Well, they were legal down there, and I brought them back illegally, and <laughs> I sold them. And I sold them for twice what I paid for them. So right then and there, I I knew that I had that entrepreneurial spirit in in my mind, but I really didn't become a... I was working at T. Rowe Price back in the early 90s. And there was a point in time, like, I don't want to work for anybody. I want to work for myself. Mm -hmm. So I I would say the happenstance chance was when I was selling fireworks for a profit. But the real thing happened in the early 90s. And
0: uh, like, did you have any job experience? Did you ever do a job?
1: I was working at T. Rowe Price at the time. And Mm -hmm. then I I, I was parking cars. I was was doing valet parking. Mm And I I did a lot of... had a business. I had actually had a a newspaper business from 1994 to 2003. I had a Baltimore Sun called Agency. I was a contractor. I had my own business, but I was contracted with the Baltimore Sun to deliver their newspaper. And again, did that for nine years, had 16 people working for me, had like 3,000 customers. So it's a pretty cool business.
0: Mm, It worked out pretty well. And after that, you chose real estate as your career, right?
1: Yeah. And in between that, I had a cigar business. I sold cigars for three (laughs) years. I sold them right out of my house for three years. And then I've I've done some speaking here and there over the course of time as well.
0: Next question comes with the line of personality trait, right? What is the personality trait one should have to succeed in real estate? And as you are a personal growth coach, what do you think are the personality traits for succeeding any endeavor?
1: In this industry, there has to be some sense of uh, having a, a relational quality because you're building, I, I we work, I work my business built on relationships. So you got to be able to connect with people and be relational and understand how people want to be communicated with, not just how you communicate. You have to under, you have to meet people where they are. I think that's really important. You got to meet people where they are. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's good to be uh, like I'm always working on leadership, right? Uh, that and being clear with people with their goals and and, and ha- have the ability to ask the good question and even better than that, ask the follow up
0: question. Mm-hmm. So I
1: think the trait there would be a good listener. Mm-hmm. So a person who builds relationships and connects and somebody who listens really well.
0: So relationship, being able to connect and asking questions and more importantly, asking good follow-up questions. Correct. And uh, tell us, how did you manage to grow your business over these years?
1: Yeah, so I've been in the real estate business 20, I'm in my 22nd year right now. And after my first year, I I'm in the first year, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just spending money to make money. But then I decided to do business by referral. So I've been working in this business by referral for the last 21 years and that's how we built our business one relationship at a time and every time we work relationship with somebody buyers the house we always ask for that referral
0: the referral based business it is and you also suggest people to do referral based business and uh, it is said that if you had only one client what is the kind of service you would give to that one client so that The word spreads along. So you have to make sure that you are giving that kind of service to every client. Is that correct? Oh, yeah.
1: So you treat everybody the same, but you have to understand how to communicate with Everybody Everybody communicates in a different way. Like I, you may hear things one way where somebody else hears it another way. You may be a pragmatic person versus an aesthetic person. Mm. You could be a motivator versus a facilitator. So I have to understand in the process of building my relationship with you, how do you like to be communicated with?
0: And uh, next question comes along the lines of your growth plan. So what are your plans for this year and next year? What are you planning for?
1: Well, the idea is, I guess, growth in terms of number of sales we do growth in the, in the higher sales price and growth in terms of building a team. So in terms of building a team, we like to have like five producing agents in, in row here by the end of the year. We want to do, we're hoping to help 156 families buy or sell a home and then going into the next five years, uh, one to five years, three to five years, maybe have no more than 10 highly functioning, highly producing agents that'll take our numbers to another level.
0: So currently, how many team members do you have?
1: Well, right now we have two admin and we have four agents total. But not all four are producing it at a very at a good level. So we want five highly producing agents.
0: Okay, got it. And tell us about the selling process like if you were to sell a house, okay, if there comes a difficulty, how do you manage to calmly solve that problem because there are going to be difficulties left right and center while se- selling houses. So how do you manage?
1: Yeah, yeah I, sh- I smile when you ask that question because I think in most businesses people react to problems instead of responding to problems. So what, what happens if, if you get a situation that's coming at you and you want to react right away, usually the reaction is more of a negative, it a neg- has a negative co- consequence than the response. So for instance, when we do our home inspections, you know, I, I say I'm representing a seller and you're the buyer and you give me, a, you do the home inspection of the house and give me the report and repairs you might want. Uh, fixed. Well, I might give that to my seller and I'll say, look, I'm going to give it to you today, but we're not going to talk until tomorrow. We're going to let 24 hours go by because if you react right now to what you see or read, it might not be as favorable then if you sit on it for a day and we respond tomorrow because we got to keep the main goal and focus here, which is to sell this house. Obviously, you want to make the most amount of money in the least amount of time with the fewest amount of problems, but the ultimate goal is to sell this house. So let's take a moment, take a day and learn how we want to respond instead of react to the situation.
0: So you have to choose between response and react. So go for response because response is a responsibility. You have ability to respond to the problem, right? Reacting is just you listening to yourself and not actually talking to yourself.
1: The phrase shooting from the hip, if I react, I'm just, the first thing that comes to mind is coming out of my mouth and it might not be well thought through. So when you think through how you want to respond, you get a better content a better result from
0: that of course and my next question is about online media so how do you look at social media and general in general the kind of videos that are coming along which are short form of videos such as reels tiktoks and youtube Shorts. so which is short form of content how do you look at it do you think it is influencing business at any point
1: well it, it is more and more uh, like i would say it, it, in some sense of the word it's it's unfortunate because there's too many people you know losing focus in their businesses because they're on the on the social media however it is needed i wouldn't say it's required but it's needed if you want to grow that part of your business so uh, i don't do a lot of tiktok i do some youtube i'm working on youtube shorts now i do some facebook uh, marketing and whatnot and i so i'll do some podcasting live podcast live videos i do some marketing that I put out there on the on the internet and then give information. It's So we want to inform our clients, one of what we're doing in the market, but two of what's going on in the market. Mm. So I, I, I'm actually working on that and, and I, quite frankly, I need to do a better
0: job of that. Okay. So you think that it is important, but you are not using it as heavily and as maturely that it could be right
1: now. My highest prioritized way to build this business is by relationship, yes, which is referral business. Sense. So I do use the social media, but for a small percentage of it.
0: Of course. And mm-hmm. let's speak about the $10,000 extra you have on your budget. So if you have $10,000 extra on your budget, what are you going to do with that, Rob?
1: I'm going to get a coach. I'm going to get a coach. I think I think everybody should have a coach. I get coached. I've been getting coached for 20 years in this business. So if somebody's not getting coached and they have $10,000 extra for their budget, I highly recommend you get
0: a coach. Coaching it is. Yes, sir. All $10,000. There you go. Okay. So my next question is about your favorite quotation. What do you, what is your favorite quotation,
1: though? So it's the Rocky quote. I don't know. If, I think it was Rocky. I want to say six, and he says it's not how hard you get hit. It's how it's how it's about after you hit and after you get knocked down, about getting back up. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you've seen Rocky. But it's not how hard you get hit. It's about getting up and going for it after you get knocked down.
0: So how about you elaborate it a little bit? We're
1: all going to have struggles in life and in business. We're going to get knocked down. And You're going to get punched in the gut. And it's not about how hard you get hit. It's about once you get hit, how do you respond to that? How do you, If I get hit, if I if I get humbled in some way and I get hit and I take a hit, how am I going to respond to that? How am I going to get up? It's about getting up, not staying down. So if I get hit and I get knocked down, if I stay down, I lose. Mm. If I get up and I keep moving forward, I'm winning. Progress is the power and the winning.
0: Of course. And what was your biggest failure Like in the business? Did you have any failure that you would want to share and how did you got through it?
1: March of 2000. I took a huge hit. My stock market portfolio was was growing significantly. I was only 33, 34 years old at the time. It's 33 actually. It was it was I had like $450,000 in an account, and it went to zero in a matter of three months. And mm-hmm. because I I wasn't smart enough to pull the money out, or smart enough to put it in cash, or just too greedy to think I was going to continue making more and more and more. So nothing goes straight up forever. Everything has a pullback. There's peaks and valleys. And I was just too young or immature or greedy and uh, when I should have pulled out and did. So I I lost lost a lot of money in a very short period of time. Do you stick your head in the sand like an ostrich or do you come out fighting? And that's about getting hit. You know, I got hit. I got punched in the gut. I got knocked down, but I had to get up and keep moving forward. And I've I've rebuilt myself since then.
0: Yes, and it has worked out pretty well.
1: Yes, yes, it has.
0: And uh, last question is about the book that you're writing. So if you were to write a book about anything, what would you write a book about? Your life, your giving coaching? Or what? And what do you do? Name it. You
1: mentioned I am an author. I already have written
0: a yeah, book. Yeah, you you have written one. Yes.
1: Yeah, and the, and the book is titled "Better Than You Think." Mm-hmm. And the reason it's titled that, I think, if we all would take inventory of what our life. Has been where like the, even the good and the bad, like the the lessons that we've learned through the trials and tribulations, and all the successes too, and, and who who our mentors along the way. If we took a good hard look at an in inventory of all our experiences and our stories, I would say it's it's probably better than you think it is. So that that's the title of that book. But if if I was going to write a second book, and the next book I would write it would be called Chiseled, because we're all a work in progress, right? We're all, we're constantly getting chiseled away, at, and we we develop or evolve into who we're supposed. To be, I would say, chiseled with the subtitle because we're all work in progress.
0: Chiseled by Rob Kamadari. <laughs> Look out for the next book, guys. <laughs> it is coming <laughs> soon.
1: <laughs> That's great.
0: Thank you so much, Rob, for being on the show today. It was a pleasure meeting you.
1: You as well. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate that.
0: Thank you so much again, Rob. I am your host Kiran Agarar signing off. You guys have a good day. Bye, guys.